0: and hello this is luminous star welcome to my channel luminous star for all of you who are visiting for the first time welcome and i certainly hope this is not your last visit hit that subscription button below and join the star family <laughs> we would love to have you join us today's video is identifying histrionic personality for all of you who are my current subscribers you already know you're my stars Mwah! <laughs> Thank you so much for your subscription. Thank you for motivating me and inspiring me to keep this channel active. If you are sharing your stories currently, my stars, congratulations. And I want to encourage you to keep sharing and telling your stories. You never know who you may be inspiring and motivating to thrive forward. All right. Signs of histrionic personality. Impulsive Demanding, highly emotional, seductive. Here are some of their tactics. Speaks over others, interrupts conversations, a chronic flirt, instigates shenanigans, loves to play the victim. Pause. So out of all of these signs here. See, some of us, we know a whole lot about this because we've been on the receiving end. Some of us are currently or have been in relationships with custody personality and narcissists. And we have noticed some of these signs right here and the tactics as well. And most of us have become frustrated after undergoing some of the tactics and experiencing and noticing some of the signs of histrionic personality, from cousin personality, in a narcissist. A lot of them do tend to be quite impulsive. They don't tend to think before acting. Sometimes they don't tend to think before they speak. <laughs> very frustrating for some of us. They can be quite demanding. And a lot of their demands are very unrealistic, such as being able to read his or her mind. A lot of us have experienced that. I know I have. The cluster of personality and the narcissist they tend to want everyone around him or her to know exactly what they need and exactly what they want and how they need it and how they want it. In other words, you deliver and that's that. They're only interested in the source supply. So the cluster of personality and the narcissist can be quite demanding, highly emotional. Okay, that's self-explanatory. Seductive. Yes, they can put on the charm. And before you know it, you have done something that really you didn't want to do in the first place. They can con you into doing things that you really had no intentions of doing in the first place. So yes, the cosmic personality and the narcissist, they can be quite the charmer and they are very good at emotional manipulation. So that goes right into them being seductive. They know how to appeal to people in order to get the source supply. The tactics speaks over others. How many times have you spoken to the cluster B personality and the narcissist and they interrupt and they talk over you? Because these two tactics here kind of go hand in hand. Not only do they speak over you, but they interrupt you without remorse. Without, it just, it's almost like they can't wait for you to be quiet so they can say what they have to say. And sometimes their facial expressions portray that, <laughs> you know. And chronic flirts, yes, they can be quite the flirt. And sometimes they will look at you like there's something wrong with you if you call them on it. Just Let's just say this is your spouse or someone that you've been romantically involved with or this is your sexual partner. They will look at you like you have three heads if you call them on being very flirtatious. They see nothing wrong with this, mainly because they're trying to obtain new source supply. Some of us already know this now, because the relationship is over. So now we can think back and say, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, all the time they were flirting with this other person or these other individuals, they were trying to get source supply, new source supply, because a lot of custom personalities and a lot of narcissists, they like to have more than one sexual partner. That's why I say some of us have learned that yeah, we can we we can reflect now and say, yeah, now I know why that person was flirting with all these people. And when I called them on it, they got defensive. <laughs> yeah, because they were trying to set up new source supply because they knew it was only a matter of time before you would wake up and the relationship would end. Loves to play the victim and instigates shenanigans. Yeah, first they will do something, and then they will play the victim card. It wasn't their fault. They had to do it. So they will instigate something. You know, they will instigate the shenanigans, the drama, the chaos. They'll instigate it, and they'll sit back and get some amusement out of it. But as soon as you call him or her on it, they will play the victim card. (laughs) Okay, a lot of us have gone through this. All right now, having said all that, let's move on to the tools. Tool number one: Take steps to discontinue to comply with unreasonable demands in the unhealthy relationship with the narcissist and/ B personalities. Next tool: define what your definition of relationships are as you do a relationship inventory. It may become very clear to you what the snags are in the relationship with the narcissist and/or clustery personality. Last tool, build a support base for yourself. Spending time and energy on the cluster personality and or narcissist will be emotionally stressful. Having a constructive outlet may prove to be a real game changer. The last tool is pretty self-explanatory, but I will say this. We want to spend as little time and energy as possible on the cluster personality and the narcissist. Going right to the second tool. Define what your definition of relationships are. Absolutely. Just like the definition of love varies from person to person, the definition of relationships also vary from person to person. So define your definition of relationships and do the relationship inventory. Because the cluster B personality and the narcissist that's histrionic right now in your life, think about it. Aren't you stressed even thinking about it? (laughs) I mean, really, just thinking about them right now. Aren't you a little stressed? Probably so, because they know how to bring on the drama, and it's very draining. So define your definition of relationships and do a relationship inventory. They go hand in hand, because the clustery personality that's in your life right now, more than likely, he or she is histrionic, or they have been at some point. So you will be able to see exactly where the real problems are in the relationship with him or her. What are those areas in the relationship that really is reoccurring, whereas it's a problem area? It's almost like a record that skips. Okay, in the relationship, it keeps coming up over and over, yet it remains unresolved. So these are the snags in the relationship. What are those points? What are those areas in the relationship that skips like a record, like a broken record? It keeps going back to that same area of the relationship. When those become clear to you, it's because you've done the relationship inventory and you know what your definition of relationships are. And, of course, the problem areas will become more clear to you. And nine times out of ten chances, that cluster personality and or the narcissist that's in your life right now, you will see that they're being histrionic. They're causing and instigating shenanigans, drama, chaos, and they seem to be quite pleased with it. And they love to be overly emotional. And then sit back and watch for your reaction. Just think about it. A lot of us have gone through this. First tool, take steps to discontinue to comply with unreasonable demand. Because a lot of the demands of the clostomy personality and narcissists are very unreasonable. And they're set up to be that way. The clostomy personality and the narcissist, deep down inside, they may have some inkling that a lot of these demands that they have are very unreasonable. But you know why they don't care? Because they have a thing called false self-image that they only care to keep relevant. So they don't care what the demands are and how it takes a toll on you emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. Oh, no. At the end of the day, they want that source supply. (laughs) Okay? So this is why it's very imperative for you not only do the relationship inventory and to define the definition of relationships, right? Your personal definition. But also to discontinue to comply with the unreasonable demands in the unhealthy relationship. The key word is unhealthy. So it's very volatile. It's very toxic. So why are you complying or agreeing to it? It's impossible really to meet up with those unreasonable demands. Who can do that? Right. Maybe a computer, maybe a machine, but you're human. The cluster personality and the narcissist, they don't take that into consideration. They don't take any of those things that I stated into consideration. They're histrionic. They only want the supply. And he or she will do whatever is necessary to obtain the source supply. Even if that means being histrionic and trying to get a rise out of you. Trying to get you to be reactionary. Which, when you think about it, many times... When the close personality and the narcissist gets histrionic, don't you get a little emotional yourself? Don't you become reactionary? Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the point. So they can obtain source supply. Because as soon as you're feeling angry, sad, or maybe you're in a state of depression and or anxiety, guess what? Your lower vibrational frequency is on. You're not in a higher vibrational frequency. So the narcissist and a cusp your personality, they can bring you down like a stronghold. They can bring you down to the lower vibrational frequency because you've been reactionary. When we're reactionary, we're in our egos and we are in our emotions. And more than likely, he or she, when they get a rise out of you, you're not going to be feeling too good. And that's exactly what they like. So they can feed like a parasite. Feeding off of your energy field. Okay, so try to keep in mind to do the relationship inventory and get a clear definition of what your personal definition is of a relationship. And then you discontinue. Take small steps if you have to to discontinue to comply to the unreasonable demands of the Cluster B personality and or the narcissist. Okay. All right, <laughs> critical questions. What's the best that can happen once you stop being emotionally available to the narcissist or the cluster B personality in your current relationship or relationships? Pause. Some of us have more than one cluster B personality in our life right now. Some of us are in this situation and I feel nothing but compassion for you. <laughs> I've been there, done that. So what's the best that can happen once you stop being emotionally available, some of you are in circumstances right now whereas you cannot physically thrive forward from the cluster B personality and narcissist. However, this doesn't mean emotionally you have to continue to comply and be available. You don't have to take small steps to become emotionally unavailable to the cluster B personality and the narcissist. Okay, so ask yourself again, what's the best that can happen once you decide that you no, are no longer available to the closing mm-hmm. personality or the narcissist? Some of us go right to, oh my gosh, what's the what's the worst that can happen? No, today I want to challenge you, especially my stars. What's the best that can happen? Should you decide to discontinue being emotionally available to him or her? Next question. What does the narcissist or cluster personality do currently in your life in which you feel validated? Second part of that question. What and how do you choose to contribute to him or her? Pause. So not only what do they do for you exactly, which more importantly, what do they do with you? Whereas you feel validated because a lot of the greatest relationships it's about what people do together not what they do for each other so what does the cluster personality and or narcissist do that has you feeling validated how are they contributing to your life what are they contributing and vice versa how do you choose to contribute to his or her life and what do you choose to contribute We have free will to choose. We don't have to contribute to the narcissist or the close personality. We choose to do it. As adults, we choose. Now, being being a child, that's a different situation. However, in this video, I'm talking about those of us who are adults, and we have free will to choose. What and how do you choose to contribute to his or her life? I want to challenge my stars especially to think about what and how do you choose to contribute to him or her, the cluster of personality, that is, or the narcissist. What are you choosing to provide him or her? Is it your time? Is it your body? Is it your mind? Is it your finances? How do you choose to contribute those things So, for instance, if you choose to contribute some of your money, is it with a tight fist? Or is it with some resentment? Their birthday comes up. You buy them a gift. Christmas comes up. You buy them a gift. But you really don't want to because of how awful they've been treating you. So you do provide them financial contribution. You choose to, but it's with resentment. It's, it's with some unpleasant emotions and feelings, maybe even thoughts. Not scolding, just saying. <laughs> so when we think about how and what we contribute, let's remember it is a choice. The last question, what is the purpose of the relationship that you continue to invest in with the narcissist and or the close personality? I did a few videos about that, where, as I mentioned, about what is the purpose? When we answer that question, it is a game changer. What is the purpose of the relationship with the close personality and the narcissist? Once we answer that, yes, it's game over for him or her, and it's game changer for you. Nine times out of ten chances, you're not going to have to re-experience certain painful experiences because the valuable lesson was learned. It's amazing how a lot of us human beings, (laughs) we learn some of our most valuable lessons via challenges that are very painful. So what is the purpose of the relationship with the cluster personality and or narcissist? Once you answer that question, I can almost guarantee you it will prove to be a game changer. And you will see certain things that you didn't see before, such as why were you in that relationship with him or her for so long what is the purpose of the relationship let's move on to the references and resources you can find these in the description box below and having said all that thank you for watching and i'm luminous star stay tuned for more videos